You're listening to Band Geek with Richie Castellano on the Riotcast Network. Welcome to Band Geek. I'm Richie Castellano. I just realized I left the mic on for that whole thing. <laughs> so, nah, that's okay. There goes that. <laughs> I'm Richie Castellano. This is Jarrett Pressman. Hi. Uh, so, th- th- what does it say? Does it say testing? It shouldn't say testing. It should say this is a Band Geek stream or something. No. I mean, there's people talking to us, so there's... Uh... No, but I'm wondering if the stream says, like, oh, we're testing something, because it, it shouldn't. Oh, I see. Yeah, that, that would be bad. Going. <laughs> Uh, why don't we ask the viewers at home? Yeah, what does it say on the screen, guys? Because <laughs> we're very, uh, very technically savvy here. We know what we're doing. All right. Anyway, hi. Welcome <laughs> to Band Geek. This is uh, what we're doing. Is uh, we don't have to explain what we're doing, but we're we're doing a podcast basically or a YouTube video, and yeah. uh, we never we've never done one of these live. Yeah, we wanted to include you guys in our uh, our discussion today. Yeah, so we're just hanging out, and uh, this will be on the audio podcast. This will be on YouTube, and you guys get to be part of it, and you get to participate. And with that being said, let's bring the chat on screen. Oh, look what? at all that chatting! Wow, that's a lot of chatting. Yeah. So, oh, thank you very much, Mike. Oh, Mike says the theme never gets old. Do I remember how to play that theme? <laughs> Oh. oh crap. I didn't realize that this chat was gonna take up the whole freaking screen. I'm <laughs> just gonna push these 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 back down. Ready? Let's go. One, two, do what you got, Jared. Go all the way up. Yeah. And here we go and go. Oh, I see what we're doing. That's yeah. better. <laughs> uh, that is more manageable. <laughs> Thank you, Bible Biker Church. For uh, it says we're hanging out, so we're just hanging, chilling. Yeah, good. A little bit of illin. Um, okay, so first we're going to talk about some tinkering. I think before we start complaining, because the the name of the episode is Tinkering and Complaining. Tinkering and Complaining, which is pretty much what we do every day, and now we're just deciding to officially put it on public record. We are live, everybody. So you know. Behave, please. Um, so, w- I've been tinkering, and Jared's been tinkering. Uh, what happened is, I put a, a little shop in my in my in my garage. In your garage, and um, I put it in there just because I had I got tired of doing everything on the kitchen table. Because uh, if you've watched my Facebook lives, you see me do stuff on the kitchen table all the time, and you know, soldering guitars and 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 toys uh isn't really that cool on the kitchen table so i built a little shop and that's enabled me to be a little more active with the mods so this is one of the first things i modded it's a um 
it's sort of a work in progress. Let's go to the alt shot here. Ah, oh, look at that. Oh, look hey. at this. Hey, that's my leg. Hold on. There we go. So, um, that's a mouse on the screen. So, um, this is my Les Paul tribute. Uh, it's a 2018, and what I did to it is me and actually mostly my cousin Phil, we took this and we shaved the neck down. And yet, now you can't tell it's been shaved because we restained and re-nitro, uh, re-nitroed the uh, whole neck. Is that what it's called? No, it's n- nitrocellulose. Nitrocellulose. Uh, they make it in they make it in a uh, gloss and they make it in a satin. This whole guitar is satin, so this is like a satin finish, and it was pretty easy to, to get. You really can't tell. I mean, look at it. You really can't tell. Why am I holding this strap like this? You really can't tell that anything was ever done to it. No, I, I mean it's. I, it might be yeah. even hard to tell on the video too, but yeah, it really so. does look. Completely, it looks it, it looks uniform. You know yeah. what I mean. So, um, and as you can see here, there's some different pickups. I did a bunch of things. First of all, this guitar had the um, the Gibson uh, printed circuit board inside, and uh, I didn't really want that. And uh, I wanted to change to 500k pots, so I did that. Uh, and these are new pickups. This is a Demarzio 36th anniversary PAF. Uh, this is actually the reason these, these don't match is because I actually ripped this out of another guitar. Ah. Uh, I had the the matching 36th anniversary PAF in here. Um, PAF stands for Patent Applied For. It's like the first kinds of pickups that you found in the old Les Pauls. Like this is a Les Paul guitar. Right. Do you know that this is Les Paul? I do now. Okay. <laughs> so Jared, this is a Les Paul. Um, the black one over there is a Stratocaster. That I know. And the yellow one is a Telecaster. Right, that those, I'm aware. Th- those are the three things you need to know that to impress people. <laughs> um, so this is a Les Paul. Let me go back to this shot here. Um, yeah, so this is a Les Paul. Uh, hello, Carlos. He wanted a hello. So we gave him a hello. <laughs> um, this is a Les Paul, and um, they came with these humbuckers. You know what humbuckers are? Oh, yes, humbucking pickups. Yes. Um, <laughs> and the ones they came with squealed. And anybody who watched me on the live stream that heard them squealing, okay. and it was a big pain in the ass, so I changed them. These don't squeal. Um, this pickup sounds great. That's the 36th anniversary uh, bridge pickup. The neck pickup that matches it was kind of woofy. And I found out that that's like a common thing for a Les Paul. It gets like kind of really dark over here. Right. And from my, I got spoiled playing the Music Man, the Axis, because it's got a really nice transition between the two. But after some trial and error, I actually pulled this out of another guitar I had. This is a DeMarzio Blues Bucker, and it sounds like this. So. So it's a lot smoother. I also I put a resistor on here. Why I don't know. Now I was looking. I I, I was looking through um, guitar forums online. I was like reading the, the forums, message boards, and whatnot. Mm. Uh, just seeing what people have done to chill out like a muddy sounding like overpowering pickup because this pickup was much louder than that. I want them. I, I know that's like not the case, but I want it to be kind of like uniform when I move it just to have a little difference in tone but not like oh I have to reset the amp every time I I, you know change pickups right so I I read somewhere that some guy he put like a 20k resistor on the neck pickup and it actually chilled it out so I tried that do I hear a difference yeah (laughs) Uh, but you know do you guys hear a difference yeah (laughs) Jared, do you um, 
Oh, your sister would like to know if you have any idea what I'm talking about. I do. <laughs> Leave me alone. I don't like you. <laughs> um, yeah, Jarrett's sister is watching right now, and she is trolling him, <laughs> which is great. I'm just going to sit back and watch this happen. Um, oh, thank you, Josh. Yeah, and hello, Brianna. Yeah, so this is the new neck pickup. I'm, I'm probably going to end up putting this back in the guitar it goes to and getting one that looks right. Right. But for now, I before. I've gone through like four pickups so far in this. So before I do that, I want to like live with it for a few weeks because mm-hmm. I was kind of hasty before. But the nice thing, or, or you know what? It's sort of like a double-edged sword. It's like when when people started getting Pro Tools, right. they said they would go crazy tweaking all their recordings because you could. Right. And it's like now that I have the soldering iron just set up on the bench ready to go. Now you just want to take I just want to, things. I want to take things apart. That's my problem. I got gotcha. you. But... On the flip side, I get to help my friends. Segway. What? Oh, my God. You're so good at that. Um, so everybody who obviously follows Richie knows that he has a little bit of a lightsaber habit. Um, and um, I've been working on a project, uh, I think continually. It's that kind of thing where, uh, like, every year your Jedi costume gets better. That kind of, you know what I mean? Just like every- my, my Jedi costume has not gotten better <laughs> for the last few years, to be honest. No, but it's just like it's one of those things where you're just like, ah, oh, you know what? I want to get this this year, and I want to add this this year because it's kind of like for for Halloween and for parties and stuff like that, and and just for for the pure fanship of it, it's not stuff that you are using for a specific reason. It's stuff you like having around. Um, I tend to enjoy. Ghostbusters a lot. It's mm-hmm. my favorite movie. We've made that clear. If you look at the Bang Is it photo. your favorite movie ever? Um, I have a lot of different categories, but if you ask me that, I have two answers. What's your other answer? The Muppets Take Manhattan. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> that movie just really makes me laugh so much. But that's something interesting that I wanted to actually tell you, talk to you about. Because mm-hmm. I've told some other people that... You know, especially when the Ghostbusters movie, the, the recent one came out, was mm-hmm. that 2016? Right, yeah. And and I said, you know, there were a lot of fans that were kind of pissed off about that movie. And everyone's like, why? Ghostbusters is not really a big deal. And I'm like, I agree, but to some people, and I cite you, like yeah. Jared, that's like the most important movie of their childhood. It, uh, it, we, I think we've talked about it before, but like when people are like, ah, it's not that important, like compared to Star Wars or, or Star Trek or something like that, like, but you have to understand, there are like, legions of people across the world who have their own little Ghostbusters factions and their own little Ghostbusting crew and all they do is just build and go to conventions together and do all this stuff and... Do and they like... Do they go to people's houses and bust ghosts? Yes. No, I'm serious. Like, don't don't people hire people to do that? Yeah. I, I don't like know. Like paranormal they, yeah, experts? Yeah, they, uh, you know, oh, 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 there's unrest in this house. <laughs> Somebody died here 15 years ago. <laughs> I love that so much. Um, <laughs> I really do. But, um, but and, the, and there are people, like, people build replica Ecto-1s. People build replica Ecto-1s of, like, you know... Ford Tauruses, you know, and paint them white. And really, Ghostbusters logo. So they make like a mod, modded. Uh... Yeah, because they just they just like it that much. And I was thinking about it more recently because of what I've been tinkering right. with. But like, I could watch that movie every single day. I do watch it like a couple times a week. It's just always on. Like it's usually on. W- one thing I will say about Ghostbusters because I'm not a huge fan like Jared is, but I remember I remembered liking it when I was a kid just for 
the ghost busting. Yeah. And then as an adult, I watched it again recently. I'm like, this movie is hilarious. Like, I didn't I didn't realize it was a comedy. Like, it went over my head as a kid. Yeah, but, some... but But it worked for me on the level of, oh, here are guys, they have cool tech, and they go into buildings, right. and they blast ghosts. Like, that was cool. And I think, you know, that's why, I think the, the whole humor and even, you know, uh... Political inferences went over kids' heads this time, but it's 2016. It's just like they kids are just like, no, there's it's it's four chicks and they're going to a building and they or they go they walk around Manhattan with right. like laser guns and they shoot ghosts and that's kind of cool, right? It was it, I, I I rewatched the reboot recently. The first time I tried to do it, I couldn't get through it. Um, I watched like ten minutes. I was like, nope, I can't watch this. And then I forced myself to watch the whole thing just to give it a chance. Mm-hmm. And I do own it, but. I just don't enjoy it, but it doesn't ruin the originals for me. Doesn't ruin your childhood. No, it's not ruining my childhood. <laughs> and I actually recently, uh, um, you can find it, but uh, Paul Feig just recently did a um, who directed the reboot. Yeah, um, did an interview, and he really laid out like how much the studio like really interfered with like his original like vision. Oh, so like okay. Too. So and like he talks about all the people that attacked him on social media and all this kind of oh, stuff. Oh, and that too. works in with our theme this week. Yeah, it does. anyway, um but let, so, let's let's yeah, see it. So let's so I've been tinkering with this. Now, now we showed this before, but it didn't do all this stuff. No, and it didn't look like this yet either. Uh we showed this on uh, our Ready Player One, I think. Oh, I can do the thing. Watch, I'm going to do the thing. Ah, look it. Okay. So, uh, this, if you guys are curious, uh, the Spirit of Halloween stores have really upped their game recently. And this is a, it was $70, but this is a $70 plastic light-up proton pack. Um, I upgraded it with a kit and some and um, some stuff that I found online through various forums and things. Um, so I upgraded the inside, the electronics, um, and cosmetically the outside as well. And now it does this, which is cool. I call this my nightlight now. Um, you also, you mostly did it yourself. You just broke something I had to fix. I did, uh, and it also does fire. Oh, that's cool. That's freaking cool. Um, it is uh, mounted on the correct Alice Pack frame here, the military frame here. Got the foam up here like it's supposed to. How hard did they laugh at you at the Army Navy store when you told them what you were doing with this? <laughs> they Actually, I'm not even going to lie. They were just like, is it for a proton pack? The Army Navy store? Yeah. Really? Because that like people only really buy this kind of frame if they're going like camping and stuff. Right. Um, and I walked in and they were like, you don't camp. Like, you don't camp, you don't hike. I'm, uh, I don't, I'm surprised you're even outside. Um, it, you know, <laughs> when I I have a great hardware store here in Staten Island. It's called. Oh, Lisa, be nice. <laughs> That's look how look how savage she is today. I oh, know. Well, she's right. This little label here, you guys can't really read it, but it says vagina repellent. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that's where that thing goes. Ah, <laughs> yes. But um, uh, no, I love Remans and the so um, the which is the hardware store on Staten Island. You were talking yeah, there's about. A, there's, so I go in there. Maybe once every couple of weeks, and it's usually it's some it's mostly for guitar stuff. Let's be honest. But I walk in there with the whole guitar, so I'm in the middle of the aisle, just like holding its guitar up like this, just putting screws in to see what fits. But sometimes I'll have the lightsaber stuff, and they'll come over to me like, "Can I help you?" Yeah. And I'm like, 
Because yeah. <laughs> uh, there are like there are guys there like yeah you know I need a uh, uh, an O ring for my my sink oh you know I'm I'm doing a job out on Forest Avenue and yeah. I'm and I'm like um I need a greebly for my lightsaber <laughs> oh it's eight thirty two metric can you direct me to the right drawer please sir I feel so stupid when I go do that but. You know, the, there's one store. There's, have you been to that Brownies uh, hobby store on Staten Island? Mm-mm. There's a place there, and I walked in and I needed like a tiny drill bit for something, and I knew I was in the right spot because I walked in and I was holding the lightsaber. Right. And the guy behind the ca- counter said, uh, "Good afternoon, sir. Problem with your lightsaber?" <laughs> I was like, "Yes. Okay. I thank you for saving me the embarrassment of explaining to, to you what it is." <laughs> Good afternoon, sir. Problem yeah. with your lightsaber? <laughs> That's exactly what it was Come like. Come on round. Um, but so, yeah, so in here... Hold on, we have to shut up and play some Rush. Oh, what? Well, ah. Okay. Um... <laughs> okay, so that's done. So, uh, <laughs> continue, Jared. <laughs> I don't know what we're gonna do. Um... But so, yeah, so in here is an upgrade kit. I found it on uh, eBay from a guy who did the inside electronics and the outside electronics. And Richie, who was used to... Read, uh, building lightsabers from scratch said that it actually was done very well. Like everything was 3D printed and put in its place. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, uh, then came the cosmetic on the outside. So, like, this was changed, this was added, a bunch of these. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm laughing at what you said. Your sister typing <laughs> on the, she on the chat. She's, she, she's roasting both of us. <laughs> it's, very, it's very good. Go be a mother. <laughs> Where are your children? <laughs> um. So I added like all the cosmetic stuff. If you take a look, if you look at this, and then you look at a picture of the one that they sell in the store, it looks completely different now. Um, and the benefit of doing a proton pack versus a lightsaber is that um, the paint job that I messed up looks good because it's supposed to look crappy. Yeah. Um, no, so, I don't think you really messed anything up. No. So what? I, so there's a stuff called rub and buff, which, <laughs> which is my college nickname. Uh, um, and it's it's basically yeah it's, it's basically you take it and, and you can see it here on the edges and stuff like that, but I used too much, so then I took like Gugon mm-hmm. and then took it off because technically it's paint, um, and then that actually created like this weird like weathering here to make the shine the plastic not shiny. So by my own mistake, I kind of hey oh, thank you Ringo seventy eight. Would I ever would we ever cover cover read that I can't read that ten dollars Would you ever cover Ween as a band? Uh, your party, the Argus, or Blue Balloon? I don't, I don't know Ween that much. Do you know any Ween? I only know like one. I think one song that they did on South Park. <laughs> I had as a many s- colors in the uh, uh, crap. Yeah, something like that. D- uh, our buddy Damien had a student that I recorded, and he was like super into it. Oh wow! Recently discovered your who said that Dan Noise recently discovered your channel and wanted to say thanks for the quick and easy modes lesson uh, and its associated videos. Now I make everyone count to four uh, and understand your video. P.S. I am a tone purist like your father. Thanks. Oh, thank you for watching that. I'll go, I'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so I so by my own mistake, I actually made it look kind of cool. Um, and then uh, there's a, a you're in a bunch of groups on Facebook, and so am I. I'm in the replica prop form and a bunch of others. And I told them what I did, and they were like, "Yeah, good job. That's how like you learn how to do stuff." I think you did a great job, and it looks like you're really happy with it. I'm super happy with it. Are, are you going to wear this to Comic Con? So uh, Comic Con is this weekend. Um, I'm not wearing this specifically to Comic Con, 
But I'm going to RetroCon in Pennsylvania the following week, okay. which is a 1980s pop culture themed con. Um, and I'm going with a friend of mine, and she and I are wearing our Ghostbuster stuff. Are you going to bust ghosts? Dezul would like to know. <laughs> um, that would be the point, right? <laughs> I mean, it's not like this has just been sitting on my end table just at night to keep me warm. You know what? Like, I was talking to my uncle about, um, you know, he was helping me with like uh, problems having with one of the lightsabers, and I said, "I'm sorry to bother you with nonsense." You know what I mean? He said, "I don't mind that." I'm like. I was like, I, I know, but I'm, I know you have better things to do. Like, right. you know, you like my uncle's the guy you want to call when you have a problem with your house, right? You know, or your guitar's not working. Like, he goes, no, no, no. He goes, I Just don't. Those two he goes, I don't mind that. <laughs> he goes, when I was a kid, he said I used to take apart train sets, and that taught me everything about electronics. Right. He said, and it taught me how to repair guitars. It taught me how to you know fix computers. It taught him everything. So he he says you have to. Something has to get you into it, and then getting your get, becoming handy, right? You know, with soldering irons and with you know all the different with paint and all the different tools, right? So, uh, and then the last thing I want to point out, and then I'll put this away, is that if does busting make you feel really good? It does, Daisy. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, the this pack, like I said, it was it's seventy bucks. I think I maybe added like another hundred and fifty dollars to it with like the electronics and like the three D printed stuff over here. Um, if you actually want like a legitimate movie replica proton mm-hmm. pack, I've showed you they're like five thousand dollars. Look, I know a lot of you guys are thinking, you know, why do you spend your money on this? You know what? We don't drink or do drugs, so we have some. <laughs> we have a little bit of cash to buy bullshit with. Sorry. Yeah. So- and this is something I've wanted. I would like to get like a. This is also like eighty percent scale, but I'm small, so it's it's totally fine. But yes, I'm excited. I'm gonna I'm gonna wear it to RetroCon. Um, I didn't want to wear it to Comic Con. I feel like it's too crowded, and I don't want it to get it messed up. It was like yeah. when we went to Star well, my Wars buddy, my buddy Josh is watching. When we went to Celebration, like our sabers got screwed up. It's yeah. like you're walking and stuff rattles off. It's no good. Um, so anyway, let me go back to the modes thing really quick um, because I'm thinking about doing another uh, modes lesson. You know what? I just that segues into something I want to talk about. I um, I just I took a Skype lesson. Now I give Skype lessons. Did you know that? I Did you guys know that lessons. I give Skype lessons? So if anybody wants a Skype lesson, uh, contact me at Richie at richiecastellano dot com, and uh, we can schedule something. Um, I've done a few, and I have um, I have a good setup for it. The sound quality is very good, and you know it's a it's a fun thing, and you don't have to do it every week. It's like a once in a while thing, and I and I ended up to deciding to be on the other side of that. I took a Skype lesson with Brent Mason, who is probably the number one Nashville guitar player, uh, and it was totally freaking mind blowing. He, uh, if you guys watch Richie's streams, uh, the song "Hotwired." Yeah, Brent Mason, right? Yeah, I learned. I, no, I'll, I'll, switch, I'll switch to the telly for a second, and I'll, and I'll, I'll show. And then he was also was he? Hey, hold this. You can, you can play rhythm for me. <laughs> wasn't he also Shania's guitar uh, player? He wasn't on tour with her, but all the all the. Um, all the tracks on, like, Come On Over, mm-hmm. and I think Up, too, that was Brent Mason and Dan Huff, who, which is, like, a really killer duo to have, you know? Uh, what is this? I get my sound. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Here we go. So, um... <laughs> 
Jason Donigan wants to know, does this mean because you took a lesson that uh, less moaning when somebody requests Hotwired? No, no, because, <laughs> no, absolutely. The, great, great question. Thank you for the question. Uh, no. And I will explain to you why. Because I learned that I've been playing the song wrong. And I'm going to talk about the different ways I've been playing it wrong right now. So here we go. Here is the neck. All right. Sir. So, for example, there's one lick, like, leading up to the solo, and I go... Uh, the lick is actually... Now, that might sound easier, but... It's... it's, it's I, I can't play it. It's hard for me. Also, this other lick, and this is going to segue into the modes thing. Um, I asked Brent about this for about half the lesson because this is the lick that I love so say you're playing like what he plays on this chord is this I'm going to play it really slow Uh. that lick that lick is like a mind blower for me and I asked him about that and he said that um, it's the altered scale. Now, the altered scale is, I know what it is, but as like a stupid rock guitar player, I never have to use it. And I kind of like want to do a YouTube video on what it is, because it, it, it my journey to understanding what it is. And I'm going to do, do the quick version of that really quick. The altered scale is a mode, but a mode... Uh, now, if I'm wrong, music snobs, I know you'll correct me. It's a mode. It's a mode. <laughs> Wonderful. There Points to Jared. There we go. Um, it's a <laughs> mode of the melodic minor scale. So, for example, the melodic minor scale, as we know, is... So... So, for example, if I play that, if we're in the key of A, and I want to get that sound on the on the four chord, the D chord, I play that melodic minor scale, and that's they call that the altered scale. That that sort of sound. So I might be doing another video on that, but I want to make sure I understand it first. And I, the thing is, the way I do videos is like I watch other YouTubers, and they're like very strict. But every day I'm going to do this video. Me, I it's it's bad because I'm like, oh, I feel like doing this kind of thing this week, and I just do that. Sure. And so you know what I've been doing recently is mixing Amory's album, but um, you know, so that that that's going to come soon. But I want to talk to a few people about it first and make sure I don't talk out of my ass. Before I do that, where <laughs> you get false information. Doesn't Jarrett look good with the guitar? I was just looking at that when you had the other camera up. Like I saw my tattoos like next to the guitar. I was like, I'm this so cool. <laughs> and then you, I go, There you go. That's a that's and a chord. And the name was Cassandra. And this is a. He knows. We got some YouTube questions, or actually some uh, chat questions here. Uh, Wu Bino says, "Do I know the YouTuber Rick Bito? I do, and I love his channel. It's awesome. I watched a few of his videos." Uh, the last one I watched is on Apple being crap. <laughs> is it Apple crap? Well, no, he was Crabble. just, he was, he showed like every Apple product he ever bought and how he's like, see this crap, crap. It, it's, <laughs> it's a, it's a really hilarious video. I suggest you guys check it out. Um, let's see. Every time I hear the Telecaster, I remember Terry Kath. 
Terry Kath was awesome. I'm um, do on my uh, live stream. I'm doing the solo stream. Yeah. I'm doing a make me smile. Uh-huh. Children play in the park. That scale again. <laughs> uh, good night, Lisa. Uh, so anyway, that's uh yeah. My Brent lesson was awesome. It, it was um, it wasn't cheap, but it was I. It was like oh, this is the thing that was on my bucket list. Right. I wanted to actually go to Nashville and take a lesson with him. Right. But I was like, wait a minute. Now I don't have to buy a plane ticket and a hotel room. For the magic so, of the internet. So the price all of a sudden was a lot more reasonable to me. And also for the amount of stuff he gave me, it was great. And then at the end of the lesson, he was like, yeah, man. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, Reaper. He's like, yeah. Is that how you play it? I was like, it's close. He's like, teach it to me. I'm like, I can't believe I'm teaching Brent Mason the Reaper. That's <laughs> really cool. Um, uh, okay, we got some questions here. Do I know the um, Do I know the Argentinian guitarist Papo? I do not. I'm sorry. I'll check it out though. Uh, Arthur wants to know where did I get my undergrad in music? I got it from Purchase College in uh, Westchester. And I know I got to check out that deconstructing uh, roundabout thing. And yes, the Anne-Marie album is incoming. I mean, where the the problem is, all right? There's um, <laughs> what are the problems? No, no, no. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm not gonna get. I'm not gonna get to the complaining portion of the show yet. <laughs> there was an article or an interview I read. Who's the guy who who designed Mario Brothers? The Japanese guy. Oh, I don't remember his name. Is that like uh, Shigeru uh, yeah, Miyamoto or something. Mario Luigi. No, no, that's not his name. His last name is not Mario Luigi. <laughs> if, it, if it was, that would be amazing. I, I don't know. I remember the the Pac Man guy. He, I think he passed away recently. But, but anyway, like the guy who, like the Godfather of Nintendo, the guy who who designed Mario Brothers, he right. said, um, the key to a great game is to design your last level first. Because this way you have the benefit of knowledge of designing the entire game. And then when you make the last level, you're at the peak of your abilities. That's I mean, the first level. So yeah, when, yeah, yeah. And that's the first thing people play. Right. So the first thing people experience should be the best thing you got. Like You should fire off the best possible first level. Now, that first level of Super Mario Brothers is pretty amazing. Yeah. Uh, so I employed that same sort of uh, thinking behind the album. And I wanted to do... The last song first. The problem, or no, the first song last, I should say. First song last, right? Yes. So we started from track two, worked all the way over to track twelve, and then mixed track one last. Right. The problem is track one is really dense and it has a lot of stuff going on. So, um, and a lot of the the issue is there was a lot of like decisions that weren't exactly finalized yet. So it's sort of like we're still in the premix. Right. So I'm, I'm like organizing the session as I go on and as I am, you know, because there's stuff missing. Uh, also, we move computers. Right. So it's coming. Is that, uh, do you think that's, <laughs> you mentioned the video game thing. Do you think that's why there are certain video games? Where I was they... right. Shigeru Miyamoto. Ha <laughs> ha. Nerd yeah. point to me. Uh, <laughs> uh, Scott Doyle said, if Jared doesn't play guitar, can you teach him something quick? The answer is no. What do you want to learn? <laughs> I don't know. Nothing. I can't play, I can play the guitar. Um, uh, the easiest thing to play is... You want to 
want to try it? Nope. <laughs> the answer to that question, Scott, unfortunately, is no. Never mind. Richie, Richie has told me multiple times that he said, if I spent as much time uh, goofing off and doing nothing as uh, I did like practicing bass, then I would be proficient by now, and we wouldn't have so many problems making new band geek videos. Because <laughs> we'd have enough instruments and people to go around. But you know what? <laughs> you know what? I get it. Like, the band geek stuff is about, you know, especially after the Close to the Edge thing, everybody's just like, oh my god, you have to do this 100% accurate, this 100% accurate. That's like half of it. I enjoy doing that. I also enjoy making a mockery of certain songs, and that's where he comes in. Yeah. So, I, you know, there's a time and place for everything. <laughs> Don't get it. And I saw one, like, really nasty freaking comment on, uh, on, on Mandy. Oh, really? Guy's like, I get it. He's your friend, and it's like that's how, that's how it started. And I'm like, what a jerk! Like, <laughs> I love. First that. of all, I'm not gonna sing. You sing Mandy better than me. I'm not gonna sing that song. Well, nobody should really sing that song. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but no, I li- I actually like going through our YouTube videos occasionally because mm-hmm. um, you know I'll post all the Throwback Thursday stuff and and uh, you know and and uh, put all the stuff on Facebook and. And I go through the old videos, and I love seeing the older ones, like the earlier ones, going, what's that guy doing on the couch? Like, he's not doing anything. What's he there for? Stop ruining a perfectly good saxophone solo. So, this is a good... uh, Jared, do you have your kazoo? You should do a song together. Do you have a kazoo on you? Uh, I don't. Okay, sorry. Oh, the 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 internet is judging you for not knowing, uh, not not rising to the challenge for playing smoke on the water. Oh my god, no! It's 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 a bad, it's a bad. It's idea. gonna take too much time. Yeah. And uh, I would rather pay Richie for my time, as you can do if you want to take a guitar lesson. Oh yeah, let's him. let's do an ad really quick, and then we'll, then we'll <laughs> we'll we'll, uh, we'll shift gears here. Uh, ads. Here we go. Uh, okay, so if you'd like to support the channel, go to richiecastellano.com slash tipjar. And uh, it's just a PayPal form from our partner site, Streamlabs, uh, completely safe, and uh, we really appreciate you doing that. Uh, if you use Amazon, go to riotcast.com slash bandgeek and hit the Amazon banner at the top of the page. That brings you to Amazon. You do your shopping like normal, but when you check out, a small percentage of your purchase supports our show. And if you want to buy some swag, go to bandgeek.merchtable.com. And you can buy this beautiful T-shirt or the hats, and now we, we, have, uh, we have lady sizes as I saw Michelle K. Williams wearing. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, it's definitely uh, definitely more form-fitting than wa- wearing a baggy shirt. <laughs> but that works for us. And if you check out uh, Rinchy's Instagram, you'll see his nieces wearing... Uh, um, uh, was, it, was it... I, didn't po- I don't oh, post didn't my post- nieces, no. Oh, okay. No. All right, well, so I mean, we have kid sizes, too. We have also... This is a white variant of the uh, hat uh, there. And we, I, we have new stuff coming soon. Promise. Soon. Somebody wants to hear Tempest Fugent. Time, uh, yes, time <laughs> moment I see you, it's so good to be near you, and the feeling you give me, make they want to be with you. That's why we don't do that song. <laughs> <laughs> Diesel said my proton pack can be like a bagpipe and I can do the same song as I walk around. Um, did you ever see, you ever see the, there's like a video of like Darth Vader like doing the, the, the Imperial March like on bagpipes like <laughs> on a unicycle or something? Um, 
You can actually, for those interested in hearing the Ghostbusters theme song, you can go back into the YouTube channel and find our Halloween episode from two or three years ago. Uh, I'm sure it'll come up again uh, once we get closer since we're in October. No. I'm going to answer a couple of questions or, or call out a couple of comments I'm seeing. Um, Sean Leonard loved the Never Gonna Let You Go episode. That was like one of the first episodes I ever wanted to do when I, we first started doing this. It was, it's always been at the list. I, 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 I still have a, a list. <laughs> uh, but I'm very slow to get through it. Uh, Bubino, whose name I love. Uh, Rich, do you ever play acoustically? Yes. Um, I don't get asked to a lot. <laughs> uh, when you do, you rub velvet on it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I do. I, I, uh, I have a nice Martin. I have a, uh, that's, that's like my one nice acoustic, uh, which I like very much. And um, yeah, so when I need to play acoustic, I play on that. But not too much, just because the... Uh, what we do, if we need acoustic, I usually use the Variax, which is cheating. But yeah, I I, I, can, I play acoustic, sure. Um, <laughs> Why not? Let's see. Um, I'd like to see you in black. Okay, Derek. There you go. Um, Richie, next week's uh, Midwest uh, BOC shows, will they be longer from the theater shows with deep cuts? Or just the hits? Uh, I have no idea. I don't know where I'm going until I'm there. This is true. Uh, Wubino, why do you prefer Rabin over Howe? Meaning, why do I prefer Trevor Rabin over Steve Howe? Uh, I love them both. I just... Um, I'm, I I have more of like a, a pop sensibility usually. So I'm... And I like the slicker production. Uh, and, the, you know, the, the type of... So it's like, I, look, I love classic yes. I love... All the tunes we've covered on Band Geek, I'm, you know, I'm close to the edge. Is like that's 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 in my heart, you know. But um, there's something about Trevor Rabin, and also his playing, uh, whereas like I feel like that's more accessible for me. And whenever we do uh, Steve Howe songs, I usually uh, delegate that to Andy Graziano because that like that's closer to the way he plays. Right. That's more of his personality as a guitar player. Whereas the Trevor Rabin stuff is a little more on the on the like the hard rock blues side of things, whereas Andy really has the classical training, and it helps him, it makes it more logical for him to do the Steve Howe stuff, where for me it's a little more awkward. Right. Um, so there's that question. Um, here we go. Uh, uh, Jared, did you perchance check out Adam Savage's Ghostbusters costume on the Tested channel? Uh, I did. Um, I am a big fan of adam savage's uh channel and his uh podcast he um has called still untitled the adam savage project um and there's i'm still working my way through that actually and it uh i it started in like 2011 or 2012 so there's like five years of podcasts to get through um but i did see it and it's awesome and i love watching his like on the floor on comic-con like costumes and stuff like that because he's as big as a fan of that stuff as i do yep. he just has the the wherewithal and the money and the ability to craft the the tested channel is really special so cool um no, oh how did i uh, melissa Ryder says how did you like playing at spyglass ridge winery here in pa i loved it and i took home a bottle for my wife mm, blah, blah. um blah, 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 blah. are the band geeks playing live anywhere soon nope <laughs> um you know what? It's not that we can't. It's it, okay. Here's the problem. 
You know, I got to stop starting sentences with here's a problem. Here's it, a problem. It's a variation of what my dad does. My dad will call me and say, I have a problem. And, that, and, and I get enraged. So I'm sure you get equally enraged when I say, here's the problem. Here's the problem. I know what the problem is. No, there is no problem. The, the issue is that, which is another way of saying the problem, is you. Is that we're not a band with a set list that has like rehearsal or plays. So for us, it's freaking thing just turned up. For us, it's um, it takes a lot of a lot of prep, a lot of rehearsal, and it would cost a lot of money. So a lot of people think that they're hiring a YouTube band. Oh, I'm gonna hire that band from YouTube. They'll come here and they'll play for four hundred dollars. Right? Like no, it doesn't work. That it, way. We can't, unfortunately. It just it doesn't work. If we were if we were well rehearsed and and. You know, had like a twenty-song repertoire that we can go to just a club and play. Right, that would be great. But we're, like, first of all, is there's too many rotating members, um, and certain songs depend on certain members. Like, we can't really do "Close to the Edge" without Chris Clark. Right. Um, just like we really, you know, can't do some of the more smooth stuff without Hanan. Right. So that's that's the idea behind that. Um, let's see. Are, am I bringing back Batman for Halloween? No, because there's a. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just so something funny. Sorry, there, there's a Blue Oyster cult gig on Halloween, so I won't be wearing a costume. Oh my god, who's going to give out candy? I don't know, but uh, you know, normally if we if we're not playing on Halloween, I'll get up, I'll get dressed up in my Jedi costume and sit on the stoop and hand out candy, and it's a lot of fun. Uh, Tempest Nugent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> that's terrible. Like that was not it. even smooth. Nah, that's uh, funny though. Um. What is my favorite electric guitar? I have a Sears that I really like. This is my favorite electric guitar! There it is. Say, a uh, Music Man, Eddie Van Halen. That's my favorite. That's not your road guitar, though, right? No, no, no. It's not allowed to be on the road. <laughs> that is not allowed to be on the road. I brought it on the road once, got one scratch in it, and then, and, like, I don't care about, like, cosmetic things and stuff, because it's all beat the shit, but it got, like, a big, like, scratch on the back of the neck. I was like, nope, that's the end of that. Um, what's my opinion on a Gibson Les Paul for metal-type music? Um, well, normally I would think that, you know, you'd need a metal-type guitar for that, like an ESP or something, but then I, we, we did a... One of the metal fests in Europe, I think it was Hellfest, and we played with Trivium, and that guy plays Les Paul, and it's heavy as hell. So, right. uh, to- totally fine, you know. Uh, and 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 Hetfield basically plays a Les Paul. It's like it's like a variation on it, but yeah. Um, would I ever tour as a Yes cover band? Ringo seventy eight wants to know. Um, probably not, because there are two Yeses right now. <laughs> Uh, two yeses. Maybe if one day there wasn't two yeses and, and there'd be a market for it, I just can't see people wanting to go see a yes cover band when like a version of yes with original members comes to their their hometown every two months. <laughs> if you did have a yes cover band, what would it be called? Um, Tempest Nugent, and we would do <laughs> we would do we would, Tempest Nugent, yes, and Ted Nugent, and we would all dress like Ted Nugent. I love that so much. Uh, um, <laughs> well, that, that, whose joke was that? That was. Uh, that was uh, C- CRVGT. Yeah, Curvich. Like some- that's Curvich's joke. Uh, now read the bottom line. Uh, CRVGT. <laughs> I like Maple Next, but I've been warming up to Rosewood. Uh, play Yes Changes. Uh. Um, okay. 
I'll answer a few more questions, then we're going to go to the bitching part of this show today. Because <laughs> it's, you know, we're trying to stay positive, but we really, uh, I don't, I don't want to stay positive. Oh, thanks, Norm Wolf. Yeah, thank you, Norm Wolf. Um, any advice on how I learned to play covers? Uh, this is a good question, and this is a, a complicated question. Not really. Uh, no, it is, it's, it's, it's complicated work. And I'm sure my buddy Josh Haynes, who's in the chat right now, could will tell you the same thing. You're gonna. It's easy to go online and watch YouTube videos on how to play things, and it's easy to look up tabs. But you should really try to do it by ear, because developing that skill is gonna save your ass. You know, it's especially like when you're driving to a gig. And the lead singer calls you and says, oh, there's a new Foo Fighter song that I want to do today. And you go, okay, that's great. Like, can we do it? And you're like, I already left. Then what you do is you just, you go on your phone, you, you download the song, right. and you listen to it. And then by the time you get there, you know, you pretty much have it mapped out. Maybe you, once you pick up the guitar, you verify a couple things like, oh, maybe it's not here, it's here. Or you listen to it when you get to the gig really quick. But if you can get the gist of it, hear the chord changes that really gets you in the ballpark. And my advice is to just keep doing it. Like, learn songs like it's your job. Right. Learn a song every week. Learn two songs every week. You know, I, I learn a ton of songs. Not so much anymore because um, I'm not really playing in a cover band anymore. But, you know, when I was doing weddings and, and cover band stuff, I'd learn songs constantly. And it's a great skill to have. And it's also great for songwriting because... Um, what you do is, if you hear like a move you really like in a song, like a chord change, for example, you're like, ooh, that's interesting. You put that in the bank. You say, okay, next time I sit down to write a song, maybe I want to use that sound, and I know what it is. And I don't have to futz around for it. Like, I remember, oh, that went from this chord to this chord. That was interesting that that person did right. on this first dance for a wedding that I had to learn. Right. But I'm going to put it in my prog rock song that I'm writing because I like the motion. You know, so... Um, okay. Do I... Uh, do I leave the stock pickups in the Axis models? Most of them, yeah, because they're unbelievable pickups. They're the uh, Van Halen pickups. They're freaking awesome. Uh, Josh Haynes, do I like the Red Axis better now that it has the Brian May pickups? Oh, yeah. It's really cool. Um, I know I keep doing this. It's because I can. the bottom of the screen is cut off for me because I'm short. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, Ted Fugit. That's a better, that's a better name. Yeah. Um, is there a bass equivalent to your red special that I have a love-hate relationship with? Yes. Um, the uh, okay, you singled it out. Oh yeah, yes, I, yeah, you, you there. Okay, I, I have love-hate relationships with those two bases that you can actually see in the frame—the two yellow ones. Uh, the Rickenbacker sounds amazing, but it plays like crap. Uh, it's because it's it's a rescue, pretty much. It was in it was. It was cracked in pieces mm-hmm. at the corner of my uncle's workshop, right. and, and we, as like a project, we put it back together. Except it never really went back together the right Sorry, way. Right, it yeah. like kind of plays funny, you know. And there was like nothing you can do about it. So th- I ha- that's a love hate relationship. So I have flat rounds on it, and that's like the McCartney bass and the the yellow BLC bass over there. The foof is what I call it. That has the opposite problem. That plays great and doesn't sound great unless you're plugged into a. 8 by 10 bass amp and, and <laughs> cranked. Like, going direct, that bass sounds very weird. But in an amp, it sounds great. 
Uh, all right, so let's talk. Let's do some news right now. Some let's shift gears here to some some geek news. Do you feel bad about it now? No, no, I don't. I just think it's funny because for a couple of weeks now, all these new things have been sort of uh, uh, coming out for us and, and the stuff that we like. Mm-hmm. And uh, Richie and I will be texting back and forth with each other and just com- you know d- giving our thoughts and impressions on it. And now we just have them all together finally, and and we're just like we got to share this with everybody because <laughs> it, we we just need to get it out. Uh, oh, oh, what's the base that looks like a ship? Um, John Johnston, a band geek fan, he made the uh, made me a base that is a replica of the USS Defiant from my favorite Star Trek series, Deep Space Nine. So shout out to John Johnston. He also made me a kazoo. That's right. Hand whittled me a kazoo. Mm-hmm. And you basically put his hand in your mouth at that point. Oh, wow. That is, that is, <laughs> now I can't play that kazoo anymore without I'm feeling kidding, I'm kidding. filthy. Um, okay, so the first thing we're going to talk about is um, is this. So <laughs> the thing that we all thought was not going to happen ended up happening this week. Look at her big dumb face. Um, so... This is okay for those of you who don't know who Kathleen Kennedy is. She is the uh, producer, basically the president of Lucasfilm, right? Uh, George Lucas's successor. And as you guys know, we're huge Star uh, Star Trek fans here. Yeah, yep. <laughs> no, we're, used to, we're huge Star Wars fans here, and uh, we sort of were thinking that she would not be uh doing this anymore after what happened with Solo and The Last Jedi. And you can go back and watch our reviews on those. Right. My my opinions after living with The Last Jedi have changed a little bit. Uh, I still like Mary Poppins' Leia, even though everybody hates that. Uh, it still bothers me. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I still like that. Um, and the rest of it, I don't like. I... I rewatched it recently also, mm-hmm. and the really the only thing I enjoyed, and this includes everything with Luke, the only thing I enjoy is the lightsaber fight in the throne room. Because it's just, it's just cool, and it's, it's, I, I, just, I like the double action in the back-to-the-back stuff. But there, take that out of the story, it could be a two-minute YouTube video. But, I, but I, I, can, I can ruin that for you, too. There's a, there's a, there's a YouTube, YouTuber called Ivan Ortega, mm-hmm. and he is going through the trouble of trying to fix the movie. In oh, the I know. I saw that. I did see that. Okay. Um, and he breaks down the fight and, and tells you all the reasons why it's stupid. He says, like, the very first move of the, of the fight, the, the guard in, like, the foreground, uh-huh. you could see him do – you could see if, like, uh, Ray didn't duck fast enough, so he hits her like this. <laughs> he like goes right over her head. It's like, and it's the first move of the fight. Oh my god! And then there's the other one where the guy has a knife here. And he's ready to stab her in the back. Mm-hmm. And when he and and one frame he has the knife, and then it just disappears because they realized, oh, he would just stab her in the back. So they digitally removed the knife. Interesting. That's so stupid. Yeah. It, so that ruined that fight for me. Interesting. Thank I, you, internet. <laughs> I love the internet ruining stuff for me. Oh, I like the porgs I too. I think. Stuff. I think I like the porgs. Yes, Josh. <laughs> I like the. If you go back, go look at my Instagram. There was a. There was. They have like little porg dolls. Yeah. And I posted one that I found that just look. He had like my resting face, like the poo face. He was just like. And I was like, oh, he must have had to watch the movie as a <laughs> In addition to being in it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but look, but Kathleen Kennedy's pedigree is so damn. It's amazing. Great. It was just. She's just doing a lot of things we feel is wrong and a lot of people in our situation feel is wrong and are 
uh, we've talked about it in the reviews. You can go back and listen to it. But we talk about like sort of hurting movies with your wallet and not going to see them. Like mm-hmm. I didn't buy Solo. I did. I just didn't. I no, I didn't. Once and that, I never that's it. To watch it again. I'm not. I'm not going to watch it again. Hey, what's up, Eric? But so now she's now renewed for three more years. Yeah, which will cover the Star Wars TV series that they are doing. Um, the new set of movies that Ryan Johnson is creating. You think that's going to happen? They I, as soon. I think. I think now they're so desperate to get out of the Skywalkers that they just need to. They want to like. They want to do what like Mar- like they want to do what they're doing with Marvel is they just want to start create like they have to create a universe unfortunately but they uh, they just want to start branching. Do you think? And I want you guys to answer this question too. I'm okay. This is not a trolley question, and I know I have the tendency to be trolley with this particular subject. Mm-hmm. Do you think that J.J. Abrams is painted into a corner? On episode nine, you what do you think? Uh, I do, um, because I, I you, you can't say it concretely, but a lot of the stuff that Ryan Johnson took, a lot of the stuff that J.J. Abrams set up and threw it out the window, or just completely changed direction because he J.J. Abrams wasn't supposed to come back. It was supposed to be like I set you up, I teed this up for you. Here you go. And then do what you want with the story. Now he's coming back and he's like, well, what about all that other crap that I set up? Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, uh, all right, spoiler alert. So you might want to cover your ears uh, and, and I'll put my, uh, I'll put my fingers down <laughs> when the spoiler is over. So if you want to hit mute. Okay. The spoiler alert is I heard that they're, um, JJ still going to pull that stuff in as flashbacks. Interesting. Like all the stuff, like all the Snoke stuff. Like like I heard that there's going to be a a, a bat, like a lightsaber battle between Luke and Snoke. Interesting. That, but it's all going to happen. So he's going to actually put all the stuff in that that Ryan Johnson was, was supposed to put in, uh-huh. but as flashbacks taking place before the Last Jedi, and show, and this movie is going to be a reaction to showing how th- th- how that caused the Last Jedi, whatever. And you know what? We're still never going to find out how Luke's um, uh, lightsaber got off Bespin. That's a story for another time. No, it's not. No, it's not for right now. Please, Masconada. I don't understand. Um. So I hope we get more space horses. <laughs> I I think I think that yeah, Josh. I agree with you. He ignored a lot of the setups and basically not only ignored them but killed them. Yeah. So there's that. Now the other weird thing is that. We are having right now a pretty civil discussion. We're not using any hate speech. We're talking about the things that were were sort of like annoying us and uh, we, stuff we'd like to see differently, which is which is what fans do, right? You know, when you're when you like something, you know, anything. I I, I could be talking about this particular guitar with somebody, or my favorite band, uh, or this, in, or Star Wars, right? And and this is normal speak. The thing, the thing that people don't really understand when when people are are digging on something is like, like hey Mark, I, <laughs> uh, like I still really really like Star Wars, like I'm I'm I don't not like Star Wars yeah. now, but it's when you like something so much, you're gonna pick it apart and passionately discuss it, and you're gonna have positive and negative opinions on things. We've been having these discussions for twenty years, yeah. is what it comes down to. But according to the Hollywood Reporter. 
this is not our <laughs> this is not our actual opinion. Oh, um, man. We've been uh, brainwashed and uh, coerced by Russian trolls. So um, all the all the civilized movie discussions we've been having over the last year or so about this movie and and pontificating and pondering right. uh, that wasn't us. That was we were subtly influenced by hate speech uh, to dislike this movie. Oh my god. Um, that's that's not exactly what the article says, but I, I read it. it what what it, what it actually says is that um, th- there was okay. The the, the right. so there's the whole you know Russian bot thing mm-hmm. where they are trying to influence America by posting stuff from like phantom accounts. That's that's that whole story. Right. Um, what they're saying is that. Um, there is, uh, and, and I try very hard not to get political on this show because it's everywhere. So this is a safe space from politics. <laughs> but what the, what, the, what the article is saying is that um, there is a political gain in causing hate against The Last Jedi because of The Last Jedi's message. Like or, or various messages right. that there are like like for example that there are women in power and that there are um, which I don't I that's like not even a big problem for me. No, that, I didn't um, think of that. The, yeah, there was um, more. I had more problems with the agenda in Solo than I did in Last Jedi. Right, um, and, and or that I I can't even think. Or, I guess is is veganism something? No, I don't really care about that either. Wait, um, is that a thing in Last Jedi? Yeah, because oh, Chewie the, couldn't eat the porgs. He couldn't eat the porg. Could you eat a lamb chop in front of a lamb? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Lisa, no, I thought you loved me. No, but it like okay, so, <laughs> but so okay. Supposedly, the the theory is this: that the Last Jedi has a political tilt to it, right? A political leaning, sure. And by pointing that out constantly, it would rile up people with an opposing political leaning and uh would cause civil unrest <laughs> in the galaxy <laughs> okay so okay yes the um philip hall we agree with you russians <laughs> did not make me not like the last jedi the movie did yeah it's like okay, that's okay now <laughs> i'm not saying the article is false. I'm not saying that wasn't done. Maybe on maybe some because of some crazy social experiment. Right. Someone who wants to really screw with us said, "You know what would really divide the country more? The Last Jedi." <laughs> right. That'll and, finally. No, but maybe it didn't right. happen. I can't say it didn't happen. You can't say it didn't happen. Maybe I it didn't happen. But what I do know is that my opinion was not influenced by Russian bots. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, it just wasn't. Um, I liked the movie initially. And I, I tell, I'll tell you why I liked the movie at first. I liked it because it was anti The Force Awakens, which I hated. You know what I mean? But then thinking about it, we just wasted two movies and didn't go anywhere. That's what the problem. Because like as much as I didn't like The Force Awakens, as much as I, as I got like a, a nice little thrill over J, over Ryan Johnson, like basically taking all the stupid stuff I thought was in The Force Awakens and right. just throwing it out the window. Um the problem is now we have two movies that 
sort of just kept restarting and not and we're just we're we're three quarters or we're um, two thirds of the way, way in, in and nothing has happened yet. Right. So that's 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 the big that's the big problem I'm having. Unless episode nine is going to be a four and a half hour film. It's going to have to or it's going to have to <laughs> you know it's going to have to be a lot of stuff that happens. Um. So that's that, that's just frustrating <laughs> to me. And also, like the other thing that kind of frustrates me is. For the first time ever with this movie, you see the people who made the movie going onto social media and yelling at people for not liking that's, it. That's that's a problem. That's why I kind of got rid of Twitter. Um, oh my god, Twi- do you feel like crap after you read Twitter? I, I got rid of it like six months ago because I just – every time I read it uh, and, and opened it up, I was angry. And Hi, it, Brian. <laughs> um, Brian. Hello, Brian. That's very good. <laughs> That's very good. Brian, there's no <laughs> more graham crackles. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, what, what were we saying? Oh, so, um, yeah, I just I would get angry every single time I, I opened Twitter because it just become like this, this just place to call people out. Um, and I just, I, 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 I couldn't deal with it anymore. And yeah, and so you you get like the directors and the people, the 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 uh, actresses and stuff. The the thing that that bothers me the most is this thing like to uh, shame and yell at people into quitting social media. Like I don't I don't know if we've talked about it at all, but no, I I think okay, that's never acceptable. No. And and you know what? Like okay, here are two guys right here who are really not. With the new direction of the movies, and I, we're not going on to social social media um, and, uh, and and engaging in hate speech on anybody. Yeah. It's, it's I'll fight with people, but I'm not like okay. I, I since I got I I got into it with somebody on on uh, on Facebook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, this is a little okay. This is a little trolly. Okay, <laughs> I admit it. Go on. The, so they put it was an ad on the Star Wars Facebook page for Solo. Uh, including, uh, you know, special features and deleted scenes. And I commented, this should have had more deleted scenes, like 90 minutes worth of deleted scenes. <laughs> and okay. someone went, hey, shut up with your stupid hate. If you hate the movies, don't watch them, idiot. And I said, I didn't call you a name. Right. Why are you being a toxic fan? Because it's... That's what I said. Oh, my God. It, I, I can't anymore. <laughs> Just collapsing on itself. Yeah, so anyway... Um, yeah, I... If I were them, if I were in their shoes, and I was dealing with what what they say is a very small but vocal minority, which, that's bullshit. We know that's not true, right? right? Um, it's it's a lot of people that aren't really happy with the direction of these movies. But you, you okay? So for example, you just made something, right? You you work, you put your heart and soul into it, right? I don't like it, right. and I go online and say, you know what? Screw Jarrett Pressman. I don't like that thing. Right? What do you say? Um. Me personally? Yeah, what would you say? I wouldn't care. You wouldn't care. That's one. You know what I would say? I'd say, hey, you know what? This was my best shot at this. Right. I'm really sorry I didn't like it. Maybe you'll like the next one better. Right. The end. Because that's what that's what you really should do. Now, I've engaged with trolls on, on YouTube, and you really shouldn't. Right. I get the, the uh, what? I'm sorry. I'm just, uh, uh, Josh Hayne said the Stewie impression was scary. <laughs> it really, it really was. Um, but... That's what they should be doing. Instead, what they're doing is they're saying, you don't like the movie? That's not possible. The right. movie is great. So if you don't like the movie, oh, you must be a small but vocal minority. 
oh, you don't like the movie? It's because you're racist and sexist, right? Oh, you don't like the movie? That's because you're being influenced by Russian bots. bots. <laughs> Can you just accept that people didn't like it and move on and and say and re- reassure people that, you know what? The next thing that's going to come out is going to knock your freaking socks off. Instead of saying, you're wrong for not liking this. That, that It's the wrong approach. Just say like, okay, that was this. And I know some people like this. Some people right. didn't. The next thing... It's going to be awesome. So that's what they should be saying. It's. I mean, uh, I think if if there's anybody like that's in our community that that embraces that is Kevin Smith. Mm-hmm. Like he he constantly bashes his movies and knows like yeah nobody went to see this nobody likes this nobody like whatever and it just uh, you know it's just, it's all right you know it wasn't for everybody I made it I enjoyed it and that's all I want to do and as a fan just coming from the other side I've said the same thing from day one. If I enjoy a movie, I enjoy it. It has nothing to do with my political climate. Um, it has nothing to do with my, my social agenda. I want movies that, for me, have rewatchability because I enjoy watching movies more than once. I enjoy having stuff on in the background. It's, it's, they're, they're fun and calming to me and enjoyable. Um, and it just, it really just it comes down. That's what it really boils down to for me. Uh, Android Stalker, you're incorrect. Uh, three is the greatest movie, not only of the Star Wars uh, saga, but of all time. What did he say? Episodes four and five are great. Six was mad. One, two, and three suck. Oh, boo. Boo to you, sir. <laughs> it's all right. Well, Where do you get the You know what? That's Russian bots influencing your opinion. No, that's cool, man. If you don't like it, that's okay. I happen to like it. Uh, you don't have to like it. It's fine. Um, the uh, <laughs> Episode three has the greatest opening of all the Star Wars movies. That's, that's all we're saying. It does. <laughs> Him. It does. Sorry. I oh I, I got into oh this, I keep talking like you should be positive that I tell a story about how I did a terrible thing on social media. I was on uh, on Instagram and uh, someone wrote that uh, it was like a post saying like ooh which one do you like better the Last Jedi mm-hmm. or Revenge of the Sith and I'm like who would choose the Last Jedi <laughs> and someone's like Revenge of the Sith sucked and I'm like. What? I was like, did you have you seen it? He goes, it was the stupidest thing. Why would the Republic elect someone to Chancellor who was cl- as evil as that? That would never happen. I'm like, do you know what happened in Germany in the 30s? I'm like, seriously, did you just say that? Unbelievable. And what about the droid attack on the Wookiees? <laughs> okay, but there's some good stuff. I, I wanna, I don't want to dwell on the on the negative. Uh, so they asked. Oscar Isaac, who I think is pretty wonderful, uh, about Nexium twenty four hour. No, they asked him twenty uh, percent. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I gotta go. Yeah, they asked him about. Uh, let me see if I can get this out of here. Oh, look at that! Look how I do that. That's so nice. Get rid of the Nexium. Okay, they asked him about the angry backlash to the movie, and he said, and he said, um, he hopes angry fans get inspired to create their own stuff. This is the first thing I heard. From a person on this movie that was positive, right? And you know what? They're they're doing it now. Let's take a look at this. This is the Star Wars Theory YouTube channel. I suggest you guys go check this out. Um, now, Jarrett usually yells at me for promoting other YouTube channels. No, I, I think it's great. So I, I just want to let you guys know what what, what they're doing. Um, this is a guy who started a few years ago. By just making videos talking about his fan theories, what if um, you know Anakin turned to never turned to the dark side? Right. What if Obi Wan you know ate too many donuts? It was like <laughs> it's just everything, you know. This this yeah. is what happens. This guy. Right so here. Um, 
what this guy did is his you if you see over here he's got 1.1 million subscribers right that's just from talking about the stuff he loves mm-hmm. that's a lot of youtube ad money a lot so instead of pocketing the money what he decided to do is he decided to put the money back into the community and he's actually making a fan film right he put 100 grand of the youtube ad money he made and he went to LA and filmed a Star Wars movie like a sh- uh, like a 5 minute one it's going to be like a, a we- mini webisode sort of thing right. he hired a director he did a fan uh, talent search mm-hmm. i did enter in in it by the way um, <laughs> Uh, I'm 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 I, waiting. Star Wars theory. I did not, <laughs> um, because because Stewie's not in the Republic. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I he's making his own movie. So instead of just sitting there and yelling at people, which is what I do, instead <laughs> of sitting there and yelling at people, make something. He said, "I'm okay, fine. You know what? I'm going to do it." And he's doing his own movie, and I really. I support that. I bought one of his T-shirts. I'm not wearing it today. Uh, it's a T-shirt that looks like I'm wearing a T-shirt of myself because it's 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 an Obi Wan Kenobi T-shirt. Oh, that's the Star Wars fan theory. Yeah, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. With the with the hello uh, there. Yes, I like that shirt. Um, yeah. So I just I'm totally freaking into that. I think that's amazing. Yes, I agree. It's it, we are we are in a in an age where if you like something enough, you can just. Make it. Case mm-hmm. in point, the earlier the, with the proton pack. I wanted one. I made one. Um, the, uh, but I'm not sharing it with the, with the world. Yeah. Mine. The <laughs> other thing I wanted to tell you is that I, I bought the uh, Infinity War Blu-ray. Yeah. I was surprised when you did that. I watched it about eight times so far. Wow. It's amazing. I freaking love that movie. I'm wow. converted. So um, I bought the Jurassic World Blu-ray, uh, Fallen Kingdom, and I've watched that five times. Oh. I thought you should throw that right in the garbage. That's okay. <laughs> we, we agree to disagree. Uh, all right. So we're going to end this with a couple of questions. Um, <laughs> did that guy make episode three? <laughs> Android Suck is on fire today. Wow. Uh, oh, Mike Zero. I Josh, I had to stop. Oh, b- by the way, guys, if you have any questions before we go, I'll be happy to answer them. Um, Mike Zero's channel, I subscribed to and had to unsubscribe because... Like he posts a spoiler a day, and if even like one of them is true, I'll be pissed. Yeah, I still haven't decided if I'm going to boycott nine or not, uh, but um, probably not. I just don't care enough. I probably here's all right, here's the thing. I won't boycott it, but I won't go see it ten times if it's shitty. Right, because that's the thing that people don't understand. When you say a small but vocal minority is not into what you're doing, but then your movie tanks. Right. It's not because it, it's, I get it. Like you, star Wars is really, they, the, the perception that is that it's directed towards guys like me and you. It's really, it's more, it's, it's broader than that. But the thing is like, if you make it, are you okay? You look at an allergy attack. Yeah, I'm good. My okay. allergy is itchy. Come okay. Um, it must be all your cats. If you, <laughs> the thing is, if you, intentionally say that we're getting away from the core fan base Mm -hmm. and we're going after this other audience, you can get the other audience. And I'm sure they got the other audience they wanted to get. I'm Mm -hmm. sure they got all the people that they felt they weren't getting to watch Solo. The only difference is guys like me and you will go see it ten times. We'll buy the t-shirt. We'll buy the action figures. Mm -hmm. We'll buy all the the stupid crap that they make. We'll buy all the plastic junk. We'll buy it. You know what I mean? 
and the the people they're going after won't necessarily do that um and so that is why there's a discrepancy so they i feel like they need to balance what they're doing at least my hope is that they leave the skywalker saga sort of as is like leave it alone and try to get back on track with the spirit of what it is right and if you want to make something for a different audience make that thing and make something else for the 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 core group you know right i just i would like to see them in nine just sort of however they can just sort of wrap up whatever they've done with a bow and just yeah the same thing like leave it be um but you but you're right like I I saw Solo once, and I'm not gonna watch it again. Like I may watch it again in some more down the road, but like I I didn't in, I didn't enjoy it, so I didn't go watch it. But yeah. Like I know we were like you were just like oh really you bought Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, but like I like that movie. I like dinosaurs, so I I saw that a couple times in the theater. I bought the Blu-ray. Just, just we're just trying to paint a picture here yeah. of what what a um not liking something looks like. <laughs> Doesn't look. We're not. We're not really going on people to tell on on social media to tell people we, we hate them. We just. We just don't like it. But guess. we have a comment here that was interesting. Um, it was from Kristen or Kirsten Stafford Art. Seriously made for guys, dude. Sorry, chicks watch too. Um, so is that, is that meaning that the, the Star Wars movies are made for guys? Um, I don't know. I don't want to offend anybody. No, that's okay. <laughs> no, um, we should. That it. That's something we should talk about. Now. Um, See me, I always thought that you know, but you have Leia, but maybe that's a weak argument because if you're if you're a chick and, and you're watching the guys run around with lightsabers, right? Uh, and you're like, what? You know, okay, we get someone who has to run around in a dress with a gun. That's not really fair, right? But do you do you? My question is like, now that you have like Leia as a general and not just like a, a you know. I don't. And she wasn't really ever a damsel, but like, and now that you have like Ray, and now that you have like the, you know, does that make you feel better about watching Star Wars, or do you enjoy it on its own because you just like Star Wars? Like, I don't care if there's a chick lead in the movie. Mm-hmm. Next, it's. I want a good. I want a good story with good characters and good actors. Now, do you think though? Okay, but I'm trying to think. I'm like I don't want to be because me and you agree. Yeah. So I don't want to be one-sided on this. <laughs> um, now, do you think that... Okay, here's because here's where I'm going with this. Do you think that The Last Jedi did a better job representing women than the other movies? The the thing is, is that I wasn't paying attention to that. Mm-hmm. And I and I rarely do. I, I that, is not the, that is not what I took away from, from The Last Jedi mm-hmm. versus... Force Awakens versus the original trilogy versus anything. Oh, here's what she's saying. I just love it. She doesn't care. Oh, I get it. All right. All right. Oh, oh so she's, it's, even though it's made to sell basically toys to little boys. Right. And, and middle-aged men, uh, she, she just likes it and is in for the ride. That's cool. Uh, Cause I was just, what I, where I was getting with this is I, I think a ham-fisted attempt to be like, Women, right? It just—it's sort of—it's sort of like if you can tell that's what they're doing, then they're not being particularly skillful about it, right? Um, and especially since the fact that they, the whole, the the whole you know matriarchy thing blew up in their face in that movie, right? Uh, and and that they're telling you Ray is the most powerful being in the galaxy; she can do everything, and screw you for asking why is that possible, right? That should to me that just doesn't add up, but still. If you if you just if you just dig it, and you just love it, 
That's awesome. Um, okay, got some questions and here. That's the way it should be. Uh, Mark Schulte, um, am I doing the show tomorrow? I'm going to do it this weekend, either Friday or Saturday. I put a poll up on Facebook. Uh, th- this week is my anniversary with Anne Marie, and um, she doesn't have to work on Thursday, so we might be like doing something Wednesday night, like going to dinner or something. So we're trying to figure that out. <laughs> I like how you're checking with me, like I'm making. Can I? Rent. Can I go? Is it okay? <laughs> is it okay if you're going um, for my anniversary? <laughs> let's see um, I've actually seen Guardians of the Galaxy a ton of times too Dazul says I know people think it's not as good as the first but I love the Mary Poppins moment of me course. too I love the Mary Poppins moment in Guardians of the Galaxy and in The Last Jedi <laughs> um, Jason Meinhardt says you just gotta see it once to know I agree um, okay curious who my favorite female rockers are Wubino. Uh the first one is my wife because seriously, I don't know anybody who rocks harder than her. I mean, like, she can do anything. And she works really hard. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> um, aside, uh, do, you ha- do you have a... Uh, I like Amy Lee yep. of Evanescence. Um, I like Lizzie Hale. Oh, I like I like Hailstorm. Yeah. And a lo- I like um, Lacuna Coil a lot. Yeah, okay. Uh, with uh, Chris- Christina Scabia. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Bonnie Raitt, even though she's like blues. I'm a big, I'm a, I love Bonnie Raitt. Uh, I'm going to see, uh, not really a rocker, but just an unmatched voice. I'm going to see Christina Aguilera at Radio mm-hmm. City on Thursday. Um, so, there are my answers. <laughs> uh, okay, here we go. Hey, Richie and Jared, uh, ditched, oh, uh, who's this? Poot the Bard. Oh, I love Poot the Bard. Uh, hey, buddy. Ditched the Fractal <laughs> Axe Ultra and got to the Helix Rack Floor. And this channel is a huge part of that. Loving the stream. Oh, thanks a lot. Yeah, I'm going to get some more Helix videos going. Uh, I think the next Helix video, I, I made a gent sound that I want to share. Let me see if I can play this for you. I've been meaning to put this up, but I've just been busy with other things. Um, let me find my gent. Oh, here we go. So I'm going to be sharing that sound because it's awesome. Um, and I also want to go over the control center because I get like three emails a week from people saying, I don't know how to use this thing. So um, I'm going to be covering the control center a little more closely in some future videos. Um, uh, Jack's Ghost. How many BOC songs can I play? Oh, I wrote this down. Hold on. <laughs> I have a list. I wrote it down. I wrote it down so I wouldn't have to remember. <laughs> do some Sean Connery. While Sorry, who was, who was, who was that? You do it better. Do it. Do it. <laughs> I like, uh, so I, I got to give props to Philip just on a, on a Sean Connery tangent. Okay. Um, uh, we were talking about um, Comic-Con, which we're going to on Friday. And he goes, um, I, said, well, I said, what time does it open? And I said, I think uh, tennis. And he goes, yeah, that's Sean Connery's favorite sport. <laughs> And then he wrote tennis, and I was like, "That's the most amazing joke I've ever heard in my life." Uh, but it tells me, it t- <laughs> goose stepping morons like yourself should start reading books instead of burning them. Oh, oh. thank you very much, uh, Dan Noise. Wow, what does he what does he say? Uh, the fact is, the real talent. Uh, the fact is, the real talent today is folks such as you, the amazing vids, 
uh, individuals make. Creativity is breathtaking, analogous to music from the 60s scene. Anything and everything goes. Formulaic products don't do as well. Thank you, Dan, and thank you for hanging out with us. Yeah, that's cool. I um I think the que- I think the answer to the question uh, with the BOC one is is close to maybe 45. I think that's that's those are the tunes I know. Again, he's checking with me like I have the actual answer. 45? That's 45? Right? Does that sound about right? Sure. Um, okay. Uh, do I... Oh, you guys... Do I own a Stormtrooper suit? No, I'm too fat. <laughs> I was just going to uh, say. <laughs> could you just imagine, like, the the Stormtroopers going, and then just in the back, you just see the portly Stormtrooper just... <laughs> well, did you know that Michael Giacchino is a Stormtrooper in, in, uh, in Episode 7? Yes. No, in Episode... Yeah, 7. Yeah, yeah 7. They said... Um, he said that Michael Giacchino is, is a uh, film composer, and he said that he's friends with J.J., and... And he said that he was like they put all these like muscular like built freaking dudes and him and he and they kept using him for all like the close ups and stuff. Yeah. So they said, why is this like fifty year old guy huffing and puffing running around? Why does the, the director keep asking him to do this stuff? Uh, Did, the, and well, doesn't he say something? What, what's the line that they gave him? He, I think he pats down Oscar Isaac. I think that's oh, that's him. what it. Yes, yeah, that's what it is. Okay. Um, what about some Star Wars music on my guitar? What about some Star Wars music on my guitar? Uh, pick one, Jared. Uh... <coughs> Uh, Duel of the Fates. Oh, that's easy. <laughs> the easiest, hardest version. Okay. Um, happy anniversary! Thank you very much. Um, do we ever play Star Wars: Galaxy of Heroes? I don't think I've played that. Have you played that? I have not. I played Star Wars: Galaxies back in the day. Uh, it has been five years, Jason. Thank you very much. Oh, Pat Benatar, that's a good one. Oh, I yeah, she. Uh, I I had a chance to see her recently, and and it didn't work out. And I was really bummed about that. What, like between the two of you? Uh, yes. <laughs> um, we said some things. We grew apart as people, but um. oh, I also love Joan Jett. I've seen her a bunch of times. Um, the Bad News Bears Go to Japan <clears throat> is an amazing movie. The the original Bad News Bears is great because they lose. Oh, someone says Jarrett has slimmed down a bit. He has slimmed down a bit. Jarrett's been working his butt off. Yeah, I am uh, down about 47-ish pounds uh, since the beginning of the year. So, Congrats. Just an effort so that I can see my junk. <laughs> just the, the thinner I get, the larger it becomes. It's just ratio. But thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Yeah, thank you. Uh, shout out to Dan Noise. Thank you, Dan. And um, I hope is it Noyes or Noise? I don't know if I'm saying your your name right. I apologize if I'm not. Uh, but thank you very much for the super chats. It's super cool of you. Um, it's weird seeing me playing a Les Paul. It's weird playing a Les Paul. So, <laughs> well, this one feels good because I shaved it down. But you know, it's, this one's great. Um. Star Wars for you. <laughs> oh, and Nancy Wilson, Durr. Oh yeah, yeah, 
You, you know, you put us on the spot with that question. <laughs> I, I'm uh, one of my sort of non-popular uh, uh, heart songs is "If Looks Could Kill." You know that song? Yeah, I like that song. Thank you, Dan. Um, I don't understand why you and the P- Posture X One channel have a million subscribers. Howdy to TJ Ricky uh, from Houston. Thank you very much. That's uh, you, you're awesome. Thank you. Okay, so if that's all for tonight, um, thank you, Put the Bard. I appreciate that. Yeah, P- Jarrett's ki- he's killing it. <laughs> uh, we are coming to the U- UK uh, in February, Adam of England. Uh, so I hope to see you at one of the uh, UK shows. And uh, I think that's it. Is there anything else you wanted to mention? No, uh, I'm going to take a lot of pictures of Comic Con uh, this weekend. And um, you know, we'll we'll do a show talking about that. Yeah, I'm going to try and take pictures and video. They're very weird, though. I can't bring the the, the gimbal to take yeah. video. Um, but yeah, I'll have a lot of pictures. Why of, can't you bring a gimbal? They don't allow selfie sticks either. They just they they just think they're weapons. <laughs> Why is yours spiked? No, I, it's just, I, the selfie stick. I understand because you can. It's like an extendable thing. But then I actually sent them an email saying, like, I know you don't allow selfie sticks. Is this okay? It's a, you know, it's a handheld tripod, and they were like, uh, no, sorry, like, all right, whatever. But yeah, uh, so hopefully we'll be able to talk about that and some other stuff soon. All right, um, I hope you enjoyed this. Uh, we're gonna probably do this more. Hopefully, sure. I, this was fun and talk about guitars and gear and answer some. Music questions and talk about our hatred for Star Wars. I mean, our love for Star Wars and pop culture in general. <laughs> uh, it is band geek, so um, band yeah geek. There you go. So we like we like to do both because we're musicians. And a lot of musicians are really into movies and comics and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I hope you guys enjoyed the show and have a wonderful week. And I will see you this weekend. Um, I'll check uh, either Friday or Saturday. Check my Facebook and check my Twitter. For uh, updates on what I'm playing, I will be doing a live stream this weekend. So uh, look out for that, and thank you very much. Night, guys.